All right, everyone, Tonecast 115. Brian Porter here with Marco Gonzalez. Marco, what's going on today? Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be here. We have had a crazy week. We were just talking before the, the microphone turned on how we've had some equipment uh, malfunctions and breaks, and technology is awesome, but then when you rely on technology too much, um, it can backfire certain times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so our laser lens broke, and, and our eyelet press machine is not functioning the way it needs to. Um, so that's a that's a fun way to end the year, but we're we're working on a plan right now to... To work through it, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Why I felt like I needed to share that, but that's just what we were talking about <laughs> right before. But yeah, oh man. So yeah, machines machines are awesome. They're 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 really really helpful. But when they go down, it's it's uh, it's like you have to go back to the old way of doing things. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh man, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and you had almost forgotten, or you overcompensate with your hands, and then yeah. you end up maybe slightly injuring yourself and also we've been dealing with a few boo-boos in the shop as well so yes we have some knife cuts and and uh said eyelet press went through my finger uh, about two weeks ago so i haven't been able to play much guitar so it's just been a weird it's been a weird couple weeks with you know holidays and all that stuff but we're so excited to um yeah, just just say thank you for this year, uh, for those who are listening to the Tonecast, who follow our other parts of our business. Um, and just thank you so much for your support. A lot of new things happened this year, a lot of changes, a lot of crazy stuff. But um, yeah, we're going to mention the pickup chooser right before we get into our main topic. And this is kind of a, like this main topic is kind of a public service announcement for ourselves in a way. So if, if it comes across as like, Lectury at all? I don't think it will, <laughs> but but we're basically going to talk a little bit about this this topic of chasing gear versus enjoying what you have, and how we're we're all guilty of that. Marco and I are very much guilty of of that. Um, we'll get into that in just a minute, but uh, don't forget to fill out our pickup chooser form. We'll fill we'll put a link to that at the bottom of the show notes. That's a form you can fill out saying, "Here's my guitar. Here's my gear. Here's what I'm going for." And then we'll get you back a recommendation for what pickups you might want to put in there. And if if you're really unsure, it's not like a, I don't know what I want, so I, so I just you know just ask about it. Like if you if you're not sure, that's a way to help. But don't be don't be ashamed to ask about about this. This is what we do all day. It's help people find a good match. Even if you think you might know, go ahead and fill it out and be like, I'm leaning towards this. We've had a couple in the last few weeks where said so I'm thinking about this. What do you what do you think? And Oftentimes they're right, and and sometimes they just want our help in confirming that they're going down the right path in in the right tones. Um, sometimes there'll be a you might want to consider this before you actually purchase, and that that actually helps people um, be more happy with their purchase as well. So fill that out again. Link in the show notes to the pickup chooser form. It's completely free, and we will not harass you. Other than if you want us to call you, we'll call you or text you or just email you back. And there's no obligation to take what we give you and purchase. And, and like I said, we're not gonna we're not gonna call you in the weekends and, mm-hmm. and bother you about it. So <laughs> don't worry, don't worry about that. We're not gonna sell your uh, your number to a musician's friend or something like that either. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we've got some cool things um, coming up and kind of just a, in some video worlds. Maybe Marco, you can talk about about that angle. Yeah, totally. Well, we've done a lot this year, and and even Brian talking about the pickup chooser reminds me just that how many cool ideas people uh, 
have for us or the cool things we end up putting out. So maybe we might, we might even see some, some cool pictures of some, some of the cool sets that we've done, but just kind of, we want a year, yearly recap of kind of the cool stuff that we've done in addition to like all of the gatekeeper pedal as of lately, you know, and all the way back to the beginning of the year and kind of, you know, there's just been a lot of stuff under the hood and I really, uh, you know, there's a lot of moving parts and pieces and, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Brian really, uh, has made an effort to really kind of do some really cool stuff here for us in the shop and for you guys out there. And, you know, we were excited for the, this whole other year coming up, but you know, it's, I guess the time of year where we're like, huh, what did we do this year? Yeah. Oh, what, that was What do cool. we do with our lives? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was maybe not so cool, but um, we just want to share some of that, the highlights of that with you guys, because you've been around for the ride. And if you're listening to this, you've probably been, you know, kind of seeing what we've been up to this year. So we appreciate that. Yeah. And even you talking about that makes me think of a few other things that, that happened this year. And um, this was a year, I mean, if you saw kind of our recent Instagram posts, this was a year of a lot of a lot of challenges, health challenges for me, um, just team challenges, dynamic challenges, and just a lot of stuff kind of got thrown at us. And I think our our theme was kind of uh, pushed through, you know. And, that, and that's usually how we work, anyways. But it was it was especially more more challenging in in a lot of ways to push through on some things. And but we we did it, and we came out stronger, I believe. And, and we've got a, a lot of really, like you said, a ton of really cool things that we're working on for this year. And we're, we're really excited. I think, um, I think the rigors of the last two years have kind of caught up to me this as a few points this year, like, man, we had to navigate the, the pandemic. We had to navigate some team changes. We had to close some parts of the, I say divisions, it sounds really fancy, but we've had to kind of close or pause some different parts of the business to focus on new ventures, um, trying to navigate that, like making those right decisions and feeling the weight, like, okay, is this a good choice or not? Let's find out. <laughs> but you kind of have to do it and see what happens. So, um, yeah, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. We've, we've got some really fun, which I was, I was complaining to you this morning about. <laughs> I, I can't play guitar very well yet because of my finger injury. Um, and we have a ton of really fun guitars in the shop that are going to get modified. So we'll be doing some videos on that. Uh, we also just did a, a new video recently. You can check out our YouTube channel about fixing the fret ends on your guitar, something that um, honestly has really bothered both Marco and I a lot more in the last year or so. It's just the, the ends of the frets aren't taken care of very well on pretty much any level of guitar, except for when you get really expensive um, so just some tips on how to take care of that if you're interested in kind of the, the DIY uh, learning style. We're going to be doing a lot more of those DIY videos, a lot more of that kind of angle. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. I think that people like that kind of stuff. And really, we just want to share the knowledge that we've gained. And we're not uh, professionals in, in many of these areas, but we've found some solutions. And, and I think people have appreciated our more practical approach. It's not like a it's not super academic. It's like mm-hmm. your your guitar buddies getting together to work on stuff, and so hopefully it stays it stays somewhat of that flavor. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming. So thank you again for those who have have supported us, and and yeah, just we're trying new things. Like you mentioned, the pedal. The pedal is very new, and wow, we we came out with a pedal this year, and and what does that look like going into next year, and how do we get the word out about the pedal, and how do we um, talk about new ideas for different pedals. And, and so it's, it's going to be wild f- 
for sure. There's there's always a million moving parts, and I think I think the business has gotten more complicated than ever, um, it, and that's good and bad. I mean, we do have do have the ability to reach into different um, different spheres now, which is cool for us as a company. Um, but it is there's a lot of layers to the madness, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So we're, we're we're holding it down as best we can. Um, but as we end the year out, um, let's jump into this topic. This is like a, you know, we, you and I have talked about we're guitar enablers. Like we kind of, you know, you'll say little phrases like, you know, you you work really hard and you deserve a nice guitar. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's like the, the angel on the shoulder or the devil on the shoulder, you know. It's like, yeah. I don't know, you know, I don't know if you're the angel or the devil mm-hmm. at that point because you're like, you really need this. I'm like, I don't really need, you know, my practical yeah. side is like, but then my other side's like, yeah, I kind of want it. And mm-hmm. so anyways, let's talk about this. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about this topic of chasing new gear versus enjoying what you already have. Mm-hmm. So you ready to kind of let's dive into rip it. this thing open. Well, and, and I think first, first and foremost, like, uh, you know, it's very good to be very practical and, and just use what you have and, and make that work because I think that especially when you first start out, like that's how you find your sound. But I don't know, once you start hanging around with musicians, you definitely come across these people that really just like that just really like trying out different gear and then it gets your wheels turning and then you're like, oh, this is now something I would like to try or or anything like that. But I think for me, the root of that feeling is like the the feeling of joy of getting a new guitar for someone that loves guitar you know, I just, I know what that feeling feels like. And when someone else has that feeling, I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, you feel good. You feel good for them. I, I think for the most part, you know, I'm there, I'm sure there's lots of different cases, but it's <laughs> just like a little bit of joy. You know, someone that you care about is experiencing some joy on a, on a very like specific level because yeah. the guitar f- fits in a very special place in my heart. And I'm sure everybody else's or, you know, and just music in general. So, yeah. So I, I think what I've seen, this is like, uh, you know, for for both of us, we kind of had these these gear uh, gear revivals this year. I, mm-hmm. I think that's probably a good way to put it. Is we just sort of, uh, you know, you went into the Strandberg world, the headless, mm-hmm. you know, multi scale. So you, I think you've acquired a an eight and a six. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's what that's, I've got. Okay, so so that was for me. I was like, man, you are you are bold and brave to jump into this new territory of like. I wouldn't even know what to do with it, um, and so maybe for for people out there, like what what kind of made you go? I mean that that would be definitely considered left field from what you normally have purchased over the last mm-hmm. few years. So like, kind of what what made you want to explore down that that route, and when did that kind of start in your head? Well, and I do remember seeing them when they came out, maybe like 2014 and 2015, and and being very intrigued and having the opportunity to pick up a couple of them. But then it just, it kind of like sat dormant in my mind. Um, and then just lately the need arose to kind of track, we were using the seven string as an eight string, putting different gauges of strings mm-hmm. on it to, to track eight string parts and the need arose and just kind of, it coincided. And I don't know, you just see the opportunity. Like you see the tiny little thing and you just grab it, like grabbing the fly out of, the your sensei's hand or whatever yeah. you know so it was just that kind of a thing um and having lots of gear just around you know i just kind of you stuff goes on the chopping block and you figure out ways to to make it work um 
but it just, I felt like there was a need. It's like I was going to use this for something and then it just ended up kind of exceeding my expectations. And, you know, then I was like, okay, now I have to kind of see what the six is like. But see, but (laughs) you like pull on a thread and then you see that the thread, you just keep pulling on the thread. That's a good way of putting it. So it gets out of control. You know, it's like anything (laughs) that's a slippery slope, right? Well, that's the same for me. So it's like I, I went kind of really far into the higher end stuff this year and 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 some of it like I'm I'm trying to like get into my head back when I went off the rails like I ended up getting Sir and the uh Sir Strat and then an Ant a Tom Anderson at some point a few months later. And part of it is I used to own those guitars and there was there was a bit of like avoiding them. Does that make sense? So like mm-hmm. I was trying to avoid the guitars because I knew they were really nice and I knew that I would enjoy them. But I, I just didn't know if I could swing them kind of thing. And I had owned both brands in the past, but I had also had to sell both brands and multiple guitars for, if you listen to the podcast or any of our videos, uh, multiple really nice guitars have had to be sold for for health things or for birth of children or medical stuff or moving into a house, like these different things that you know I've had to, I've had to like leave some gear behind and so I've been, I, I was, I think there was probably like a two, three year period, maybe longer where I was kind of numb to, to losing these nice pieces of gear. It was just like, oh, well, there goes another one, mm-hmm. you know? And so this year I think I got to a point where, you know, I, I wanted to really enjoy the guitar again. And I know that sounds really weird, but, but to the point of, I want to go home and actually want to play. I mean, you're, you're, you're always doing that. You're going home and playing. And I'm always like, man, why am I not? feeling the same way as Marco is on these these evenings and and you know busy with family and all the sorts of other stuff but I should be I should be going home and being inspired to play guitar and create music and especially when I spend the day trying to convince people that they're going to be inspired by <laughs> buying our pickups you know and so for me it was really trying to kickstart my inspiration um, and I can look back and say it did you know getting those instruments really really helped me kind of go get back into the the full love of the instrument you know when the when the instrument is kind of your job there's like this this fine line that you have to walk and you're like it's not the guitar's fault if business is down or or it's not the guitar's fault if like these weird situations mm-hmm. come up even though it's working with guitarists and it's working with companies and maybe there's some challenges with that um so for me it was like Almost, I feel like it was kind of psychological, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, to and and maybe that's getting way too deep, but I think that I'm, as I've assessed kind of this year, it's like I really did need to, need to kick myself in the pants and just, just start to enjoy the instrument more because, um, you know, it is it, it's not about numbers with a business, but it is, at the end of the day, like numbers have to exist to actually have a company. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was kind of where I was I was at um and I didn't know it's like once I got those guitars I knew they were going to be great uh, but it was challenging too cuz the first part of this year was still kind of the height of guitar prices you know the used prices were nuts and it was like I'm never going to afford these these guitars that are mm-hmm. like multiple thousands of dollars um but wanting to buy something that that was kind of like a keeper if that makes sense yeah well, and, and I think also 
I'm going to blame now uh, Reverb too, because there's the marketplace too. And I mean, if, if you want a kind of my eight string, I, I just was like, oh, I'll casually wash this and see how low it goes. And then I didn't know there's a thing that starts to flip you off hers. And then, then I was like, oh, that's kind of what made me seriously consider it. But it's, I mean, it's kind of nice that there is this marketplace where somebody that needs the the money, you know, and, and maybe doesn't mind if they're not going to get top dollar, but then someone could score a good deal. And, you know, you never know how that inspiration can, how far that can go. But, you know, I, th- I think it's just super helpful. We don't have to necessarily pay retail price for for any of these things, especially if you're willing to accept something that's not pristine. You know, I, I don't mind uh, something with some scratches on it, as long as it feels good. Yeah, and that's that's probably good. And we both know people that keep, like, pristine care of their instruments. And I think that's great. They're good people to buy from. But guitar's guitar, and it should, you know, there's a reason some of these old beat-up guitars look the way they do because they just get played to death mm-hmm. and that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. it's definitely okay. Cause some of the things too, is we, we kind of go, we're talking about like a lot of the new gear, but it's really appreciating the stuff that you have, you know, and, and, and there's two sides of this coin and saying, well, how do you make sure that you're enjoying or fully enjoying the stuff that you, you already have? And I always feel like I'm in this weird spot and you're kind of the, the fallout from that too, in, in terms of being here and needing to get like it's our job to buy guitars mm-hmm. to to demo our products, but even that has has kind of been frustrating over time. Like we talked about this a couple times, where if we buy too low quality of a guitar and someone wants to come in and try the pickups, then the guitar shouldn't be holding them back, mm-hmm. you know. And so I kind of have this mindset of like I need to start replacing some of the the duds yeah. <laughs> in the shop and. Uh, so, so what do you think about this whole idea of of using what you have? I mean, a lot of people are like, "Well, I just I don't have the money. I don't have the money to save up for a guitar." And and obviously, we can help with improving your existing guitar and modifying it with new pickups and things like that. But what do you think about that principle of of you know? It feels like the you know your mom's in the room or something. And it's like you should just. Love what you already have yeah. and not buy new stuff. And we have that at home. Right. You yeah. don't need a new guitar. We've exactly. got one at home kind exactly. of a thing. And yeah, that's totally that's totally a thing, I think. And and it's interesting too, because I think we both look at it from a very similar perspective. We both we need the guitars as tools in our lives to do the things that, you know, we are just called to do, you know, and there is those people that, that merely collect them and they really like, I'm sure those people are the ones that truly appreciate every single instrument that they have, like mm-hmm. um, maybe some more than others, but you know, there's, then there's those people. And then there is like maybe the, dare I say hobbyists. I, I hate, you know, saying that guitar is a, a hobby, but you know, those people that just have one and they, they like to strum around or they like use it to, to play with other people and use it as like a social thing. And I think that's all super cool, but yeah, we're definitely, we're kind of in our own lane here, this like uh, working man's because mm-hmm. we, we call on our guitars to do a lot of stuff and we are ripping out the guts often and throwing new stuff in there. And <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, we're in a different spot. And so I guess that, that's, that facilitates our acquisitional thing. Um, but it's kind of one of those things that if you have to ask why a new instrument needs to be acquired, I don't know if, you know, the subtleties of the answer to that question might always escape you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, if you know, you know, and that's why I'm so excited when someone gets something or 
someone says they're getting something, I'm like, yeah, do it, go for it, do it, because I'll get to play it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and it, some of it too is the is that frustration of you know again tying back to our job is we, I can buy a guitar and I know how to work on them and I know how to like make it better. You know, a lot of people are like just buy just buy a Squire and overhaul it. And it, it and a lot of times it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. It's achievable and it's possible, and we have we have the basic level of skill set to take a guitar and make it worth more. Um, but to me, the the challenge that I have is that's another project. That's another thing that even though there's a good end goal and a good purpose for that, do I want to get the best deal possible on a guitar and then have to spend seven hours making it play better? Or do I want to go spend a couple hundred bucks more? You know, it's the time versus money thing. And uh, that's what I that's what I struggle with and have kind of tried to figure out where I'm supposed to land on that this year um, in terms of keeping what we have and overhauling. We did that kind of video the last uh, couple of weeks. If you go to our YouTube channel, we just we kind of modded three different Strat-style guitars in the shop and had to do a lot of work to them to get them. I mean, we were just swapping pickups, but we had to do a bunch of extra things to get them all mm-hmm. semi-playable. I mean, they're they're kind of like medium quality, medium to low, low level setups on them and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's, it's like, is that enough for a demo? Probably. Is it enough for someone to come and want to play it for more than five minutes? I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's kind of, that's kind of my struggle with keeping versus buying nicer stuff. I love, you know, I've got the classic sunburst strat that, that just holds up really well to whatever I want to do with it pickup change wise and that's that's comforting to know it's just going to be there however i make it sound versus oh man the nuts cut wrong on this and mm-hmm. i got to do the frets and i got to do you know electronic work and replace the pots and the jack and um while we are ma- major guitar nerds um we're doing guitar projects for 40 plus hours a week so it it, it becomes this like challenge of mm-hmm. I'm I'm having harder and harder times just kind of enjoying enjoying modifying guitars more for like a purpose. I if I get something for myself, maybe I would do it do it more. But it's it's just that time that time factor. It's like I can't me modifying that guitar is not not helping the shop go forward necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah, when someone walks in and wants to play P90s, and the only thing with P90s is is uh you know whatever branded this and that that yep. that kind of doesn't have a good I don't know it just doesn't feel good you know and and maybe it's something that doesn't really even catch your eye and you don't even want to like to to play it it's it's that super fine line of you know you want it to be nice and maybe even stand out from a lot of the other guitars that are in the area too cuz you know it's yeah. it's a part of getting people in the door but <laughs> You know, it it is about just kind of learning to figure out how to make it work for you, though, and and you know, by nature, stuff just kind of comes in our doors, and and it's like this last week we had a bunch of guitars to drop by to mod, and and that is kind of fun when someone brings yeah. us something and gives us a new opportunity to hear stuff without necessarily having to go out and buy a guitar. We get to like scratch that itch, and then we get a you know send it send it home with its with its owner. Yeah, it either creates some really serious gas or it honestly oh. can save us money, right? Mm-hmm. We oh, okay, well that's what those feel like. Yeah, I could I could go without that. Or mm-hmm. 
wow, this is really nice. I should go on Reverb right now and watch a few of them. Yeah, you know? I'm going to have a problem with this. Yeah, exactly. But and I guess so thanks to those people that, that bring the guitars by and, and you know, help us satiate our, our selfish desire. <laughs> Guitar junkie. Uh, it's, it's our... Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, it's our, our, our fix or whatever, like yeah. you said. So, so what happens when... Um, this is kind of an in-between maybe topic, but what happens when... You're you're itching for that new gear, but you know the best way to do that is to sell existing gear. So maybe mm-hmm. you don't have the funds to get it, or you want to get halfway there by trading stuff. Um, yeah, you recently did that with the Strandberg Six. Um, you mm-hmm. traded a bunch of amps. So kind of walk me through that process of okay, I want the guitar. You knew you wanted the guitar. You knew you wanted a specific guitar, a specific run, and a specific color. Mm-hmm. But the only way to get there financially was moving some amps. So, so talk about that process where you're you're kind of putting the gear on the chopping block, um, and, yeah, and making that decision. Like, yeah, I can live without that. Yeah. So I guess I guess it'll, this will just highlight a lot of my maybe silly quirks of my personality. But it's like those little guitar center leaflets that you always get around this time of year and. Like, oh, this is what we'll have. And I saw one of those uh, Prog 6s in like this lava red color. And that I'm like a red guitar guy. Like, that's my thing. <laughs> so then from that moment on, I think I kind of just like blacked out. And then, you know, you, I cut, it's funny, I cut the guitar out of the little leaflet and I covered it in tape so it wouldn't get damaged. And then I just kind of put it on my pedal board where I would see it every day, just very passively. Like, I know that there's like, this whole group of people that say like that, that is the visualization that you need to be doing to get what you want. Yeah. So I think I very passively, cause it's such an easy thing to do. Um, and then at the same time, just, you know, I, I couldn't really stop thinking about it and really curious because of my experience with the eight string, I was like, Oh, th- this six string should be pretty, pretty stellar. And, but yeah, getting to the point where you're like, well, I need to just get rid of some other stuff. Like I only have, you know, those are my only assets, essentially. Yeah. So you have to make those decisions, and it was hard. But th- these last few years, I've been learning to let up a lot of, of stuff go. Um, and I figure if this is where the inspiration is, like that's kind of where you got to follow it. And funnily enough, I, I had a rehearsal even on the other day, and just I totally missed the like the big chunk of what I like. Um, like what I sold, like my amp head, the t- orange TH100 was like the big thing that I sold. And that was the thing that I had worked a long time to get that amp head too. And it had played, it's played like every show with me. And uh, it just held up one time. It it did a, f- a funny thing and it had to use somebody else's amp. But you know, that here in Idaho, that's pretty, uh, pretty extraordinary. And just a super bare bones amp. And then there was another, my Vox AC15 that, when I actually spent some time working at Heart Center, that was my gift to myself for for handling all those cardboard boxes in the back. But <laughs> yeah, you know, and then just bass amps that I wasn't using, and and you know, a lot of stuff just to get to that pedal. And it was really hard to kind of get get rid of that stuff. But part of part of it feels nice, just kind of out with the old and with the new. I I feel like you know I miss the orange, but. I'm, it's just kind of like you don't kind of really look back. I mean, it's fun to look back and know where you've been, but you just kind of got to keep going forward, I think. And 
now there's already thoughts about like how I'm going to replace <laughs> the orange and yeah. I've kind of gotten into circuit design a little bit. So maybe there'll be something infinitely cooler than the orange, yeah. but that, and that I think is what helped me like thinking like, you know, I can do something about the amp. I can't make a Strandberg as, as you know, as hard as I try, it's not going to be, it's not going to be that. It's not going to be the Anderson. It's not going to be the Sur. It's not going to be any of these very specific things that these people have spent so long trying to get to this, these very tight tolerances. Um, so it just kind of was like, you know, a 60, 40 split, like I'm going to be sad, but this, it's going to offset that. So you kind of are playing like a scales balance game and you're like, <laughs> well, I think I can live with this path the most. And then I think you just go that way. Yeah. Just so does some of that for you depend on the projects that you have going more so than, because I feel like there's parts of you that are very like goal oriented or practical in terms of like, okay, well, if I get this guitar, this is going to help these projects that I'm in right now. Is that kind of the way that your your brain goes when you're thinking about like moving gear? And yeah, definitely. Like I can't get rid of certain things that are like pretty specific to the project or or this and that. But it doesn't make sense to me because the amp head was like cr of those. crux of the sound, yeah. of, like my yeah. entire guitar sound. And I don't necessarily have a place for this new Strandberg yet. I don't want to, you know, drop put it to C sharp yet or <laughs> put... 12, you know, I don't, I don't want to go crazy with it yet. I want to kind of leave it as it is for a minute before I start, you know, doing it. I haven't even changed out the pickups yet, which is something that's like usually the first thing that I do. Yeah, that's like you buy stuff with that mindset of like swapping pickups out. Mm -hmm. But it's like I really want to hear the voice that it has and then I really want to hear what I do to it and what that's going to change. I mean, even little things as to how the tone pot is wired in there. Like I can't stand the the modern wiring <laughs> way anymore. I've been spoiled yeah. with the 50s Gibson style wiring. But. Yeah, that's funny. Well, and and I think it's important to to remember kind of as, as we wrap up here, but it, it's really, you know, use what you have. The chase is, is definitely cool, but I do feel like we're all guilty of like once we kind of, it, it, like the chase sometimes becomes more important than playing the instrument. And I think that that would be like my only... Um, advice to to those out there and to ourselves is is that you know enjoy that enjoy the chase it's fun enjoy the acquisition of the guitar but play the heck out of that thing when yeah. you get it um, don't don't be looking for the next the next thing and it's it's not helped me the last couple of weeks to have an injured finger and I can't play because all I've been doing is browsing new guitars and I'm like I don't need I don't need anything else. But I, I know I need some stuff for specific applications. You know, I got the, we got the Relish guitar, the Trinity Relish in, in the shop this fall. And, and that was for the purpose of creating these, you know, modules and swapping out pickups and demoing. And it's been like, that was a purchase of a guitar that actually like paid off, if that makes sense. So it's like, we're continuing to provide these, these Relish modules with Porter pickups for people that have those guitars and, so that was a very like business decision guitar purchase. You know, maybe not, maybe wouldn't have been like the the first choice for instrument, but that. But I'm like, well, I'm going to get a guitar that's different and something that I know. But we use it every you know every week in the shop basically mm -hmm. now, and so it's that's been kind of fun. It's like it's a tool, kind of like you have your tools for your your bands that you're playing in. That's like a tool for the shop to to 
further the the cause, if you will. Yeah. So, well, that's all I got for today. Uh, anything else as as we kind of wrap up? No, just uh, keep playing your guitars, everyone. Have a good year, a good new year, and be safe and all that good stuff. I hope everybody has has had a good year, and if not, then this next one's going to be better. Yes, if and thank you again. Just want to mention that whole. Thank you for your support. I mean, we say it all the time, and it sounds so cliche, but um, we really mean it. I mean, the the stuff that kind of makes us tick here is really not, uh, um, you know, we're not driven by by the money, and and we're really driven by guitar. I mean, truthfully, like I can say that for all of us here, and um, that that's what makes us go. And so we want to continue to provide that stuff for you guys. So thank you again for listening. Look for more tone casts in the future. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and YouTube as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, see you guys next year.